Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. Today's episode is all in English. It is with me, Annette, and Sus, mm-hmm. your hosts of the Radical Broccoli podcast. And we are back today with such a lovely episode. A heartwarming topic, I would say, I would call it. We are going to dive into what it means to make decisions and live your life straight from your heart in contrast to how it is to live from your brain how do you feel about this topic i love it i love this topic this is something that is one of the main themes of my life Mm. and it's not like just because i know it i do it it's constantly training evolving constantly checking in with myself Uh, and that's why this is so exciting because every time you find one level of living from the heart, there's a new one waiting for you to yeah. sort of make you trust in life even more. Yeah. And then you see even more results. So yeah, this is my favorite topic probably to talk about. Yeah. And uh, today we are here in Edisaira. It's rainy. Mm. It, um, it's uh, Thursday. And I don't know, I feel like it's a very special day. Yeah. Um, I was awake almost all night, <laughs> so I'm very tired. Mm. I was um, driving to the airport. And, uh, and yeah, but still I feel like um, it's the perfect day to record this episode. Yeah. And how do you feel today? Today I feel, um, well I've been really sad, (laughs) Mm. I just uh, drove my boyfriend to the airport (laughs) Mm. and um, yeah, when you've been together with someone all the time for such a long time then it's weird to detach. It's really hard. Yeah. And... um, yeah, of course, it's going to be a long time till I see him again. So that's one thing. Um, on the other hand, I feel... I feel grounded. And just... I'm so ready to just focus on the things I want to focus on. I have some priorities that I just want to get done right now. Mm. I'm very... Yeah, I like to have focus and discipline. Yeah. And also being a projector. Um, I know when <laughs> I go into this mode of just... I don't need anything. I just need to just be and be grounded. And to just... I know some people need to have like entertainment and things happening all the time. Mm. And that's totally fine. But I'm not... I'm like, I can go two months with just being <laughs> focused <laughs> on one thing. Mm. It sounds very strange, and I'm not gonna go two months with that. But that, that's just how my body feels. Yeah, it just wants like a few things at the time. Yeah. 
stability in a way. Yeah. And um, just, I think it's important to cleanse your energy a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my emotions are very up and down. Mm. Um, but overall, I mean, I've had a really good time. So I'm not sad in that way. No. It's just hard um, physically. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard transition. Yeah. It's really difficult the first few days when you're either leaving someone or they're leaving. Mm. It's like, yeah. To me, it takes me back to childhood, I think, when like yeah. family member left or maybe. Yeah, it's like an era, it's over, and you know this time will never come back. Yeah. But that is basically happening all the time, mm. every single day. Yeah. And that is why I keep reminding myself all of a sudden, this really came strongly into my life. I know this is probably the number one topic in spirituality and self-development, but suddenly I've understood what it means being present mm. in the moment. Yeah. And every time I think like, oh, I miss this or I want to do that. I want to fast forward to this or that. I'm like, this moment right now is everything mm. that I have. Mm. This is all that I can experience right now. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It's such an it's such an experience every single moment. And it makes me slow down and not rush through mm. anything. I feel like it's funny that you say it because that's been my biggest lesson the last month too. Mm. Because um I didn't know but I am still a, a lot stressed. And yeah. I always have like, oh, but I have to be there, then I have to be there, and then I have to do this, I have to do that. Yeah. I wake up running. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And so many times this month, I've been just, I just let it go. I'm just, okay, but it's it's right here, right now. I'm just going to enjoy. And it's been magical. <laughs> so magical. It's been, I felt like, wow, this is living, this is living, this is, this is, um... It feels like the juice of life. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain <laughs> it, but that's exactly what it feels like. The like the honey. Yeah. And then you realize like, whoa, the world doesn't collapse when I just relax. Exactly. And then you realize, wow, I actually do like the things that I do when I first do them is better quality mm. because then I'm there. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for those things. Mm. Um and it's been really challenging not to have 100% control yeah. over everything and like having your own time schedule like you're used to having it all of this yeah because you've had him visiting yeah or living with me mm. um, and you've also been moving around a bit mm. traveling yeah and uh, yeah no it's been amazing <laughs> yeah and I also thought today when we were picking up your stuff in the Airbnb and moving here, mm. it's so easy to go into that mode of, oh, I hate moving. I hate organizing my stuff. I have mm. to take it around everywhere. But then you're like stomping all over the fact that you are on an adventure. Yeah. You're free. Mm. You're moving around. You're exploring different places. Mm. And we have moved so much in our lives that... We have been down those drains of like, oh, this yeah. stuff, and I hate it. Mm. But it's um, also quite easy and quick to turn that into appreciation mm. and gratitude. Yeah, I've really stopped complaining about that because I know, first of all, it's my choice. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, yeah, it's 
given me so much freedom, but also I have had my priorities shifted lately. Yeah. And now I know I'm ready to settle down and I know and I know where. Mm. And it just took and I realized it just took me these years to land and to understand that. Yeah. And now I know and now I'm taking action on it. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's <laughs> huge. It's huge. Wow. A new era. Mm. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting times. Yeah. Life is very exciting. Mm. Every single day. Yeah. Something can happen. You never know. <laughs> Create it. Yeah. Mm. But I think what we... I mean, the theme for today and the reason why life um, is so rich Yeah, is because uh, choose to live more from the heart. Yeah. And today we want to talk about what it actually means for us, mm. for you, and what it means for me. Yeah. And why? Why Why the hell should you live from your heart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't we have... I mean, when you go to school, you get told that your brain is the most important and the people who get the best job is the one who has the most academic, analytical mind. And mm. like in our society, we're all told that brain and... IQ and intelligence is the thing that will get you forward in life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smiling because I would change that paradigm in my head so much mm. that it's almost, it's not opposite. I mean, of course, I value intellect and logic and we use that every single day. But in order for us to really live out, I'm going to say me in this case, in order for me to fully feel like I'm using the whole capacity of me and my soul, I've had to really tone down the energy from my brain mm. and really open up and flow the energy and every decision and every choice and every jump through my heart. Mm. And I've actually had to unlearn to be brainy and logical and do that all the time and um, today we want to talk about why so when did you last take a decision from your heart big or small mm. well that's a good question um, big or small I think the last time I took a decision from the heart maybe it was this morning actually yeah I um it's <laughs> gonna sound so strange. <laughs> I'm sure it's relatable. <laughs> Maybe. Let's Maybe. See. But I was just um I mean I was at the airport and of course I was crying. <laughs> I was really sad. Yeah. But then I walked by this little bakery and yesterday we talked so much about croissants. Oh. And um for those of you who know or don't know and it's not that interesting but <laughs> I haven't been eating gluten for the last five years probably yeah. or no more since 2012 mm. 10 years 10 years without gluten and this month or last since I came back to Portugal I just decided like no I don't feel I feel like it's time and so I started to eat bread and I was like oh nice it works nothing it's and of course I do it with like I don't eat it and think oh, it's gonna be horrible yeah <laughs> i eat it i'm like wow this is amazing for me yeah and then i eat more and a little bit here and a little bit there and some pasta and no no and i just feel really good oh 
And it's such freedom. <laughs> and it's such freedom. Yeah. And then and you talked so much about how much you love Crow songs oh, yesterday. I love songs. So I was like, this this is the day. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> it was... And the funny thing was that when we drove to the airport, um, it was 3.03. And it stood, said in Google Maps, we were going to arrive at 3.33. Wow. I was like, okay. And then it went there, dropped him off, blah, blah. I went back into the car, looked at my phone. It was 4.44. Whoa. <laughs> and then I was sitting there in the car with the, this big croissant that I found. Mm. <laughs> really warm. And it was warm? Yeah. Oh. And just enjoyed it. And then I drove home and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little... Last little moment. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and big, big going, living from the heart. Mm. I mean, there's so much. But I don't... I mean, some you share, some you don't. But I think... Um, one thing this summer that mm -hmm. was very interesting was that um, we were talking to a friend of us in her phone and she was asking me, like, why don't you want to let Ronya have puppies? And mm, I told yeah. her, like, that when I was in Costa Rica, I talked to a dog psychic and that she had told me that uh, I should not have puppies on her. She, they will hurt and they will be in so much pain. Uh, you can't do... Um, Like, the dogs don't understand what happens when they give birth. Mm. And um, she just came with all this negativity about puppies and her being blind and all of this. Yeah. And so that's when I decided, like, I don't want it. Mm. And then my friend, she challenged me. She was like, you know that you created that situation. Yeah. You're the one who brought in that dog psychic to tell you that. Mm. Uh, and I'm just saying this because we all need to hear that you... Everything we create and attract. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the um, then I remember just something softened in me. I was like, oh, maybe I don't have to hold up this really hard wall or like be so hard on it. Mm. And then I didn't. And then I let it go. But I just remember the feeling of something releasing that I'd been strict on. In that conversation? No, in the decision with Ronya. It was like I was hold, protecting her, holding yeah. her like this. <laughs> Yeah, like a big no around her. And then I fell down to neutral. But it didn't mean like that moment I was like, yes, she's going to have puppies. No. Nothing like that, but I just felt like something shifted. Yeah. And then the Monday after, yeah, it happened. <laughs> Monday after? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I was there. I just didn't know it was that close to that yeah. conversation. Yeah. Wow. But you still reacted a lot then. Yeah. I still didn't want it. No. You're scared. A lot of ego and a lot of fear came up. Mm. Of course, because I felt like it changed everything in my life. Because I was had a plan. I was going to go to Costa Rica in October. Mm. Um, and it changed everything. And look at life now, how well it all worked yeah. out. And you went to Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica, but so much before. Yeah, you went earlier. Yeah, I went one week after it happened. Can yeah. you believe that? And if it didn't that, I would probably have, wouldn't be with my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then Ronya and Noah made the most incredible, beautiful, perfect little puppies. Mm -hmm. And Ronya turns out to be the freaking dog mom of the year. That, that is what we have to say. Like yeah. she is, 
it's like her it's I've never seen a dog step into their purpose but this is <laughs> <laughs> she stepped into the mother energy the caretaker the protector she was so beautiful as a mom I've I've I was in awe her energy totally shifted um so that just shows you the contrast between your fear and the actual magic and miracles of the universe mm. which led to a new relationship for you but also four new puppies <laughs> in the world a new relationship between you and Ronya an experience for her mm. and four new families who get to enjoy their years with these new incredible dogs mm. and I mean Noah my dog brings me so much joy every single day mm. I laugh so much and there's so much love it's so heart opening mm. incredible and at least to see my dad with my dog because he yeah. has been the one taking care of her her whole pregnancy yeah well he's been so good and I feel like it changed him a lot too yeah and he cried when they were born. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> so we are grandma and grandma now. Yeah. And it was so energetic. Yeah. Sometimes I just know it's the universe. I'm like, because it, it can't. It's just bigger than you. Yeah. You just have to lean back mm. and breathe. Yeah. And let it happen. Mm. But I was also a bit scared during her pregnancy. Like, oh, how's it going to go? I felt really responsible because it's my dog who made her pregnant and mm -hmm. all of mm -hmm. that. But every time that fear came in, I was like, trust, relax, be in the moment. Don't go rushing forward to any fearful scenario. Just breathe and do the best that you can right now. And then just miracles in front of our eyes mm. and I really believe in miracles yeah me too 100% they happen every day tiny ones mm. big ones so I guess that I'm gonna ask you the same question but I think since we're talking about miracles yeah one of the biggest reasons that we um, to live from your heart is yeah. that living from fear or your head actually blocks miracles yeah Exactly. Because take the Rania example then. If you had lived out your fear, once she got pregnant, you might have gotten her an abortion. She might have had health problems or something from that instead. Mm. And then you would live in the like, what if scenario? And we don't know what kind of chaos that could have created. Mm. So when I feel resistance, I just remind myself what uh, Sarah shared so beautifully. She said, just breathe and don't resist. And that's all you need to do when it gets really challenging. Yeah. Don't need to fix and control because when we go into our fear, as you say, it blocks, number one, our intuition. It blocks our development as a spirit, as a soul. It blocks our connection with the universe, the divine. Because we're not an open channel anymore. We're closed. We're a fearful little ball. We close all our energy centers. We just make ourselves really, really small. 
and we block beautiful, incredible miracles that happen all the time if we allow them mm. and if we believe in them. Yeah. Um, so what about you, big and small? Yeah. Ah, so many. But I think I remind myself, let's take the small first. It's almost every single day. Because I, as you said, I also have a lot of stress or create a lot of stress in my day to day because I feel like I have a lot of responsibility for our business, for our partners, for everything at work specifically and in my private life. But to get everything done that I want to do within one day, I sometimes I get into the brain, I go into the rush and then I read the emails and take in the energies and then I just suddenly feel so drained. And then what I do to counterbalance it is basically to every single day take a good break. So I take either when I'm eating or like later in the day, I take half an hour where I lay down and listen to a guided meditation. And then sometimes I fall asleep um, and then I wake up and then I feel like, oh, I'm back. I'm soft again. Mm -hmm. I'm relaxed and I am now ready to make decisions for my heart, also regarding business. Mm. And that doesn't mean we put logic aside when it comes to work, of course not. They come beautifully hand in hand, but to me it's like you open up for an even bigger intelligence when you use your heart and your intuition. Because mm. it's not only your little brain, it's like the brain of the universe. Mm. And co-creating like that just shows us time and time again how well things go so for example we've been like stressing a little bit around before christmas getting everything done with our shop getting the bundles ordering all the products and then we've toned it down so we've said to ourselves okay let's lower the expectations a little bit let's primarily do what we created this shop for have fun with it mm -hmm. enjoy the products and explore what new things we can offer to our beautiful customers. And when we did that, every single email we sent was replied to within like 10 minutes. Yeah. All the orders were in line. Everything is shipped. It's just been super quick. And every new um, brand that we asked, requested to have in our shop have said yes. So it's just been like ding, 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 ding. Mm, like, so aligned. Super aligned and that feels so good. Because we also know how the other side feels. We've been there a lot. Mm. And that usually happens when we go in the fear. Yeah, and when we want to create from our brain. And yeah. That, like when we want to create from like, oh, we should have, should have this, should have that. Mm, to instead prove. Instead of like, yeah, instead of now it came from pure inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so important. Mm. Um, and there are many big examples as well I think one thing that came to me when you said it was when I was taking this soul reading course or like education and when I finished my education it was time to launch and I was terrified I was like what are people going to think they're going to think I'm crazy 
people are going to unfollow me, they're going to think I'm just irrational, like I went to business school and now I'm doing this. <laughs> There's so many things that came up, but at the same time I got all the signs everywhere that I needed to launch, like small things, big things. Um, and then things started to stop up, like block themselves with me financially. Felt like, um, and that's usually a sign where I'm blocking myself. It's when just money doesn't flow and I'm spending and spending and spending. And I felt weird health-wise also. And then <laughs> I finally came to my, I was going to say senses, but I came to my heart and I understood that the universe is trying to show me or I'm trying to show myself that it's time to offer this service. And when I did that, um, it was incredible, the feedback that I received. So incredible. I had the longest wait list of people who wanted to be my practice clients. And then after that, it's been such a flow of people coming in. It's been, of course, a bit up and down, but that's a reflection of me all the time. And every time I feel judged or scared, um, I remind myself of the higher intelligence again, the co-creation, and also trusting what I find in readings. I know that many people working like this intuitively, like you also do in your coaching. I don't think you doubt yourself that much, but sometimes I do. No, I don't. With the findings. <laughs> yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's very challenging because there is no place I can double check. Mm. There is no guarantee that it will sit well with the client. There's no guarantee for anything, so I really have to train my trusts and really go in and just not resist and breathe. <laughs> so, yeah. And as you say, it's like a muscle that you train and you it gets easier, but then you get to a new level mm. of living from your heart. Mm. Can you explain a little bit what you mean by that? Well, for example, when I do coaching and help clients, mm. um, for me, it's this is where this is actually where I know that I'm a hundred percent in my heart, uh, because I have no ego or no fear when I do it. Yeah, I. It's like for me, how can I even explain it? It's like I just something. It's not like something else takes over, but I'm just so. Um, well, it is like I have a completely different focus. Uh, it's like every everything that's mine disappears. Mm. And I just tune in and I, I have no doubt in what I see and what I feel about the other person. Mm. I just know immediately. It's incredible. And I know exactly how to help. Um, so it's it's very strange. It's like... I, it's like my personality kind of leaves the room and I can yeah. just tune into another person's body. Mm. And it's um, so valuable. Yeah. So that for me is like a good knowing <laughs> when I trust myself. Um, yeah. And of course I can come in and doubt it, but I just yeah. know that when I allow everything to just be, then 
I've never experienced it failing <laughs> or no. being wrong. And uh, it's very effective. Very. So we and all just have such different way of learning to trust ourselves, basically. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, that shows the spectrum of trusting your heart and your intuition. Mm. It's not straightforward. It's not like... For some people, it's very, very clear. For others, it is a, definitely a practice and a walk you have to walk every day. Mm. And for us, it shows up different. In some life areas, you're just... It's so easy for you to to live from your heart, for example. Yeah. And that's where you help me a lot, where I, I struggle more. Mm. And then the opposite with me and you. Mm. Yeah. So we're kind of all always marrying each other yes, in correct. that way. It's amazing. And I think before maybe we we expected ourselves to be more like each other in yeah. both areas. But now it's more like we accept it and we can rather we work so well together with our differences instead of it, it being a big problem. Yeah. We play out our strengths instead of pulling each other down on where the other person feels weaker. Yeah. Yeah, that is so cool actually. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, sharing our passions from everything from you know, the serum we have in our shop to, um, you know, when we decided to live one month without plastic yeah, <laughs> Radical Broccoli <laughs> to, you know, starting an Instagram account. Um, we went on TV so many times to talk about living eco-friendly. Like all yeah. of this comes straight from the heart. Yeah. It is not some ego thing like, this is a very smart <laughs> career move. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> oh, I just got a flash from like my whole or our whole radical broccoli career. Yeah. That's so funny. It is really all created from the heart. And then we've yeah. had moments where we're like, no, we need to be smart right now. Yeah. And that's when we, we can just <laughs> Yeah. We can just see all the detours we're having. Because we try try to be We try to be someone else. Yeah. And then when we come back, it's like, wow, okay, now I understand. Yeah, that's an important point, actually, that I wanted to emphasize is that living from the heart, as we've just um, put pretty clearly with our examples, is so different for everyone. So it's really, really important that you don't look to anyone else when mm. you're making your decisions. It's so, so important because for one person... Living from the heart can be joining that trip with the girls and yeah. being two weeks just with your friends. Mm. But for another person, that can be totally misaligned because actually for your heart, you need two weeks in the mountains and solitude. Yeah. And for another person, choosing to isolate yourself can actually be... Detrimental. Detrimental. Yeah. So this is why we love to work the way we work. Um, because in both our coaching or readings, we really work with... Uh, it's so individual how to follow your heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so unique. And then I think what comes up a lot with our clients and our members and our listeners in the podcast is that... Is the opinions of other people. Yes. And that 
I know very, very well. What do you mean with the opinions of other people? I mean, like, let's say that you decide to go backpacking six months in Australia. Yeah. And you're like, but my parents don't approve. <laughs> and my friends think it's stupid. And I, my job thinks it's a silly thing to do. To me, that is a reflection of you, you and you coming back at yourself in three different ways, through three different sources of why you shouldn't do it. Because it's your own fear. And there you can see how your fear could potentially block a trip that could be the best thing that you've ever done in your life. Yeah, and then we blame those three. We blame other people. Yeah. And what do you do when you blame? You give away all of your power. And when you give away your power, you also give away your energy. Mm. And then you feel confused and you lose the clarity. And then you feel really doubtful of whether it's a good idea at all. Mm. It's a fast spiral downwards. Yeah. So, so instead of trusting your initial intuition of like, wow, that sounds amazing. And you just feel so much joy just thinking about it. Yeah. And then you, wham, the ego comes in, comes in yeah. and just slays it all down. And you outsource your own fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you did with Ronya and yeah. the psychic lady. Mm. And I've done that a hundred times. Mm. So... I want to just say, if you're not crystal clear in what you want, do not ask or invite in too many opinions of other people. Yes. Because they will not say the things that you want to hear. Mm. It's going to be hard. And then you want to blame them. And then you also distance yourself maybe from that relationship where it's actually you who created the distance in the first place. Mm. It was necessary. And experiment with it. See what happens when you actually make a firm, strong, grounded, solid decision within yourself. Clarity. You don't have the doubt. And then you share it. Then people are like, hell yeah. I want to do that too. <laughs> and that's so different. Mm. So that is a challenge for everyone. Mm. So I think one good way to see the contrast of living from your heart or not is is to think about we talk about this a lot but the energy of obligation yeah so when we make choices out of the energy of obligation that's the exact energy we bring back to ourselves again yeah and it's not a good um point of creativity or creation no to me, I can build my own little obligation prison. Mm. <laughs> and it actually feels like you're caged in. And then you have to break down one bar at the time and just like open that freaking prison cage and get out of it. And how do you do that? Or how do you avoid getting there in the first place? Okay, yeah. Well, what's obligation? Yeah, what is obligation? For me, it's all the times you do something because you should. Mm. And it's so subtle. subtle. <laughs> it can be me um, saying that I will drive you to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like I have to help you. Mm. I should help you. I should help you. And... It's so tiny. And for me, it's like, yeah, I should do that. (laughs) 
But if I do all of these things all the time, I really deplete myself and I start to create... Um, it's like I block off my own life energy because I give it yeah. all away. Yeah, you create deficiency. Yeah, and nobody else is asking for it, but I'm creating a lot of deficiency all the time. Mm. And I'm doing it because I think under there it's like, yeah, but she won't love me if I don't give her something. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's uh, a thought of either I, either I, like, if I set a boundary, I won't get love. Yeah. I think that's a huge fear we all carry. Yeah. Because when we were kids, we didn't, it, maybe the way we were raised, we're like, either we do the things our parents say or we don't get love from them. Yeah. So that's kind of what we learn. Yeah. Either you uh, stop crying and get the candy or you don't stop crying and you don't get love. Yeah, you get shut in your room. Mm. <laughs> and this is what we create all the time. Yeah. Um, or I can stop and ask myself, what is my intention with driving her to the gym? <laughs> yeah. And for me, like I, for the people I have in my life and the really sort of deep relationships that I have, I have so unconditional love. So my biggest challenge is actually this to understand when to say no. Yeah. And when to set a boundary mm. and to understand when to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and not build those walls. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like I'm so... Either I want to give absolutely everything I have and then I forget myself. Um, or I can shut completely down. <laughs> it's an extreme. Yeah. And I think you have probably been my greatest teacher in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I have had so much obligation energy around you. Hmm. And always unknowingly did things based on, for example, how it, it would make you feel instead of how it would make me feel. Yeah. And that for me actually was very detrimental to my health. Yeah. And I got so much hormonal issues from it because I didn't get enough energy for myself. I gave it all away. Mm. And you didn't ask for it at all. It was just a no. cycle we created from kids. Yeah, but not only did I not ask for it, but it actually hurt me as well. Mm. Because it was tearing down our relationship. Because you were becoming sort of resentful with me. And I was doing the same with you, just in a different type of energy. Yeah. It was this whole mess. We had to pick it apart. One decision at a time. Mm. <laughs> and learn how to... Yeah, set those boundaries again. Yeah, and it's so hard because when you start to sh- to take new decisions, you right now everything you have around you, what you're surrounded with, is a hundred percent your manifestation. This everything in your life is a current reflection of your mm. vibration. That's hard to hear sometimes. Yeah, but no. everything is your creation. You've yeah. manifested everything around you right now. Mm. Your relationships, where you are, what you're wearing, your health everything yeah and um the point is that when we start to change yeah it's like for one moment we don't match that vibration that vibration anymore Mm. 
So that's actually maybe what many of you have noticed. Like when you start to say no to something, you get this weird clash of energy. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. because you step for a moment, you're not in alignment anymore with with your life. Yeah. <laughs> you actually step out of alignment by taking this decision. Hmm. And you have to allow some space for things to shift. Yeah. And usually in these moments, for example... Um, this summer I had a huge fight with my mom and I knew it was because I made this major decision in my life and her reaction was like a tsunami coming back at me Mm. when I stepped out of a pattern that was so strong and it was horrible at the time I had to really stand my ground and I knew in my heart and my intuition that it was right but still the reaction that can come from other people who are, of course, like a reflection of you, can be super hard. So when you start to step out, I know so many have obligation energy around their parents. Parents is the main, I think. Yeah. For example, I have to do what... I have to come to the wedding, or I have to come to the thing because my dad is there and he... I owe him this because he gave me everything. That's such an obligation energy. Or... I have to have this career because yeah. I owe it to my parents to make them proud. Mm. That is so, oh my God, that energy of in life. Mm. It really makes you, oh yeah, it tears you down. Yeah. Bit by bit. Mm. Until you break free. Yeah. And what actually makes parents proud? When you freaking follow your heart and you are yourself mm. and you allow that. That opens up possibility for them as well. Mm. And we've seen that. It's incredible. Mm. We never thought our parents would be proud of us for doing what we do now. No. They're the proudest people ever. <laughs> yeah. And our biggest cheerleaders. They're so loving and they call us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're so supportive. Mm. What's my point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... When you start to shift out of obligation, yeah, you may have some You'll reactions. Have reactions. Yeah, you will. But it's then fine. it's safe. Mm. <laughs> but then things start to change. Yeah. Then you start to. You first, you need to start to know yourself. Mm. What is love for you? What is yeah. living in the heart for you? And how do you know? Oh, it just feels good. Mm. It feels relaxing in your body. Mm. It feels warm in your heart. It feels like when you lay back in bed or on a couch with a cup of tea and you're like, ah. <laughs> yes, that's how it feels to me at least. Yeah, I think for me it's like, yeah, of course, everything is going to, like, it's just this, yeah, this big, load uh, off your shoulders. Yeah. And then your fear might come back in. Yes. But initially it is a lovely <laughs> feeling, mm. which you can revisit and recreate. Mm. over and over again mm. to keep yourself in that energy yeah and sometimes you know what's right but it still feels awful yeah um i mean most of the people i work with have problems in different relationships in their life some of their relationship have to for example set a huge boundary and i think they all know it's right but the fear is so big so it's hard to know that that is 100 love yeah but the intention you set is the most important thing. Yeah, I always go back to the why. Why are you doing this? Mm. And then I think the results you create for yourself time and time again always 
show you what is actually right. Mm. You can see by the things happening, basically. Mm. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of time. You have to give it some time to develop and create. Mm. Um, yeah, and let the universe swoop in and do 50% with you. You're allowed to lean back and relax. Yeah. And um, another thing I noticed is that many of us tend to, when it, when it gets a little quiet, we try to fill up with more information, more knowledge, yeah. more brain, more, more, more stuff in the brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when actually what most of us need is less. <laughs> Yeah. Less, 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 less. Simplify, mm-hmm. simplify, simplify. Because that's when you can actually hear. Yeah. And yeah. that can be, like, simplifying your closet can be such a good, um, what can I say, like, example of learning to, to declutter. Declutter, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and everyone knows how good it feels to tidy up an old drawer or an old things in your kitchen or take out old things. Yeah. It's the same with decluttering your mind and going into your heart. It's very cleansing, very clearing, soothing. Mm. And uh, yeah, challenge yourself. See what happens if you actually just sit down and don't do anything for like five minutes. Mm. What happens inside of you? Mm. Do you ever do that? Or do you run around all day? Are you always busy? Are you either on your phone, on your computer, talking with people, listening to something, doing something? We also need time to process and rest and be. I heard someone say once that if the break that we all actually need for all the things that all people living on Earth right now is going through, we need two years of doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) Oh my God. Whoa. Imagine going from doing, doing, doing to having two years. Well, yeah, I'm going to take it and split it out for each day. (laughs) (laughs) But this is really exciting because this month in our membership, we're going to have Emmy Ray, who Mm. is known for her beautiful human design readings, but she's also the biggest advocate of rest. Yeah. And I feel like rest is also one of the ways of really tuning into your heart. Oh, so much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she has such beautiful practices. I learned from her to take those half an hour, 20 minute breaks. And I remember I was like, wow, <laughs> that's incredible. What and you- not only break, but like doing no- nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you find what she taught or what she's teaching. I think she's still teaching this. It's restorative yoga where you lay in one position you get really really comfy and cozy and then you set a timer for 20 minutes and you just lay there and you observe your brain chitter chatter go crazy do this do that you just breathe and you just be and practicing that wow so good so if some of you listeners have time to do that right now or can create time try it out Mm. I'd love to pull a card. Yeah, which one? Super attractor. Or which one do you want to pull? I want this one. Okay. At the end of this episode... Or did you want to add something more? No. We'd like to pull a card from two different decks. One is the Super Attractor deck by Gabrielle Bernstein. 
and I was just it was staring at me <laughs> this whole time or I was staring at it we'll draw a card for podcast listeners what do we need to go today okay the card says when I'm grateful for what I have I can feel good along the way to what I desire lovely so important you can never create out of lack no and being grateful that is the highway to your heart yes exactly do you want to draw from this one? Yeah. So I think the most important points, let's just sum up what it means to live from your heart mm. and what it means to not do it. Yeah. So how does it feel? It feels like you're connected. Clarity. Soothing, relaxing. Like it's inner knowing. Mm. It feels exciting. Mm. It feels right. Trusting. And honestly, love energy, which is the heart, is the highest, most divine intelligence there is yeah it's it's the source of creation it's what creates life planets everything it's the pure language of the universe i want to plug me into that yeah (laughs) on the opposite brain and fear energy too much of it creates fear tension stress should obligation tiredness heaviness tightness everything that we (laughs) it's not so pleasing and um, lack it creates lack it tries to get really really small and you feel really disconnected and that's when you also feel lack because we feel like oh there's nothing or no one or I'm nothing it's very opposite and we're also blocking miracles, as we talked about. Mm. Which deck is this? Okay, so the second card is the Money and the Law of Attraction card by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Mm. And I, I like it because money is so related to love. Very. Um, it basically is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they say, the better my story gets, the better my life gets. Hmm. Begin telling the story of your desire and then add to it the details of the positive aspects that you can find that match those desires. And then embellish your positive expectation by speculating with your good feeling. Wouldn't it be nice if... Hmm. You can say things like, only good things come to me. And I'll figure it out as I go along. (laughs) Every time you tell your better feeling story, you will feel better. And the details of your life will improve. The better it gets, the The better better it gets. gets. (laughs) I love that. That's so spot on for today's episode. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening right now and you're sitting still, I really invite you to just envision all of the stress and the negativity and the murky feelings and other people's things just really allow them to melt off you 
you can literally i just see it like you can just ah oh, release it all yeah you can just envision yourself surrounded by beautiful white light and if it's hard i really advise you to go out into nature 15 minutes with the trees <laughs> we'll do mm. it hug them <laughs> and just allow everything to go away and the noisy things that resist you know just allow them to be and take a look at them where they actually come from most likely it's fear and fear is most likely from feeling abandoned feeling sad feeling not loved and you're the one who can give those parts love you don't need it from anybody else mm. beautiful i just closed my eyes and i saw a hundred butterflies <laughs> flying Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here, for showing up for yourself, first and foremost. You're the most important person in your life. And by loving yourself, you're sending love energy out into the world and allowing other people to love themselves too. And not much is more important than creating that foundation. It's like, um, you only need one candle to light a thousand new candles. Like yeah, Susanna says beautifully in one of her meditations. Hey, Susanna. I really like that image. Mm. Okay. Until next time. Until next week. Ciao. Bye. Har du et enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du sikkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringer och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.